Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Let's Chat. I hope you had a great week. This week, I will be discussing just still a little bit more tea about my life and what's going on and why I decided to choose me. So if you're interested in learning more, stay tuned. So guys, um, this week has been really interesting because... I was trying to figure out what I was going to share with you guys. I mean, I have so much to say, but I was just thinking about how am I going to frame it? How am I going to package it? And literally, maybe about like two weeks ago, um, or was it even two weeks? I'm not 100% sure, but it was quite recent. I listened to Neo's latest album called Self-Explanatory, and... There's a few songs on there that I like. As an overall project, mm, not my fave, but there's a couple of songs on there. And one of the songs that really, really um, got my attention was Don't Love Me. I think it was one of the singles um, off that album. And the words on there really was hard to hear because I've been on both sides of that spectrum where you're telling somebody, Hey, I know that you love me. I know that you're super invested in me, but I don't feel the same way about you. And I'm not the person that you want me to be. And for that reason, I need to let you go or let me go. Cause I know you won't let me go. I've been in that position where I felt like that with somebody. Um, But on the flip side, I've also been that person who, you know, had to move on because the person wasn't treating me well. And it really, really started making me think like, damn, like, what did I have to do to kind of overcome some of those feelings that I had from both ends, it's not easy to be either party, you know, seeing someone completely head over heels for you and you're going through the motions because you're just not ready to settle down or you're getting tired or bored of the relationship and, you know, the streets are calling you. Um, and I'm going to let y'all know, there's really nothing in the streets. That's just, that's going to be a whole another, you know what? Save that title. There's nothing in the streets. Just say that title for the next episode because there's really not. But it just made me think because being on the reverse side of that and 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 investing so much in somebody and them telling you like, hey, I'm just not the one for you could be absolutely so crushing, devastating. Um, and so that song really resonated with me. So I was really looking forward to this album. Um, and so I heard it and I was like, oh, it's all right. It's cool. But then I heard the backstory of the album when he was on The Breakfast Club promoting it. And he was talking about, you know, how he wrote the song for his wife. Um, and at the time, you know, they were che- he was cheating on her. And then the pandemic happened and they had to really sit down and, and you know, work together on their relationship. Because, you know, the pandemic really forced a lot of people to see what was going on in their own relationship. And 
somehow they resolved the matter and which caused them to renew their vows. They had this huge, beautiful wedding um, less than six months ago, I think. And so this album was supposed to be kind of a full circle journey of, you know, him acknowledging, hey, you know, not the greatest, but I love you so much. Let's work on this. And now we're together. I, I listened to the interview. I appreciated the candidness, because I really don't know the backstory of their relationship, him and Crystal, his wife. Um, all I did know was that he was married or dating. Um, Moneta, she burned her tubes for him, only for him to start dating Crystal and got her pregnant with three kids. And everybody was like, oh my God, like, you know, you literally left this woman. She burnt the opportunity of her having any more kids for you or for anyone um, because she thought she was going to be with him long term. I don't know. It, it just it was messy. I don't know the ins and outs. I can't really speak, you know, in depth about it. But it always just seemed that Crystal was a side chick turned wife. That I don't know to be true, but that sentiment resonated (laughs) really loudly when she then posted, Crystal, the wife, posted on social media earlier this week that after eight years of the lies and the cheating, um, you know, she was done with the relationship. And I was like, oh, this is a mess because from a promo point of view, That's not something, as an artist, (laughs) especially promoting, you know, how you and your wife have gone through infidelity and now you're in a good place for you to be put on blast that actually that's a lie. He's still a cheater. He's still a dog and that she's choosing herself. And I had to sit there and think to myself, like, number one, it takes a lot of guts right to to come out and say hey this is what's going on in my life because it can be very 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 embarrassing because let's be honest when things happen to us in relationships whether men do us wrong or we decide to leave a relationship who always gets kind of like the negative stigma attached to it women and we always have to bear that shame and a lot of times that shame has nothing to do with us it's not ours to carry but because we live in a society where having a man is so important and is looked at you are somebody you are worth somebody if you have a man a lot of people will stay in relationships that no longer serve them because they no longer want to be looked at a certain type of way. I don't know. It's crazy to me. But I really applauded her for coming out and speaking her truth. And I'm going to read you the full post because after that, I'm going to speak my truth. So this is what she said. 
Eight years. Eight years of lies and deception. Eight years of unknowingly sharing my life and husband with numerous of women who sell their bodies to him unprotected. Every last one of them. To say I'm heartbroken and disgusted is an understatement. To ask me to stay and accept it is absolutely insane. The mentality of a narcissist. I will no longer lie to the public or pretend that this is something it isn't. I choose me. I choose my happiness and health and my respect. I gained three beautiful children out of this, but nothing else but wasted years and heartache. I ask that you all please stop sending me videos or information of him cheating because what he does is no longer my concern. I am not a victim. I'm choosing to stand tall with my head held high. If someone can't love you the way you deserve, then it's up to you to love yourself. With no hate in my heart, I wish him nothing but the best. Whew. I read that several times. And in several ways, um, yeah, in several ways, I, I could completely resonate because in my previous relationship, um, I wasn't happy. I wasn't, I wasn't happy at all. Um, I think I stopped being happy, um, quite early in the relationship, actually. If I'm going to, I'm just going to be a hundred percent transparent. Fuck it. I wasn't happy in that relationship quite early on. I went against my gut. See, this is this is what happens when you go against yourself. Um, it doesn't benefit you in the long run, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't. Um, and I went. I wasn't happy because I saw a behavior that really made me feel super uncomfortable, and I allowed somebody's words not actions, words, to soothe me over. Um, and I stayed. Um, and I'm not going to say that there was never happiness, because that's a lie. That's an absolute lie. I would, be, I would be lying. There was. But it wasn't enough for me to entangle myself in the way that I did with this person. And it took years of me finally having the guts to be like, I don't want this anymore. Fuck people's opinions. Fuck what this looks like. I'm not happy. And when I started doing things that went against my character... That went against everything that I stood for. I decided I don't want to lose myself to try to find happiness. Because at the the end of the day, I'm just as bad as this person. And so I decided that I was going to choose me. And I didn't care how difficult it was going to be. I was done. I was done of pretending. I was done of lying. I was done of 
of um, having multiple rounds of conversations and not being heard. Do you know how frustrating that is? Telling somebody, hey, this is what I need to feel safe. This is what I need to relax, to feel valued and seen and heard in this relationship. This is it. And the person hears you and chooses to not do that. Do you know the kind of insult that is? I don't tell a person, if you tell me something that you don't like, I'm going to try to work on it. Some things may not be resolved overnight, but it's me acknowledging that I heard you, that what you say matters to me. Some people don't have that. And the person I was with didn't have it or didn't care. Um, And it was causing a lot of tension and friction in our relationship. And I think we both knew that this relationship wasn't fruitful and wasn't going anywhere, but it was hard to let it go. It was hard to let it go for many reasons. I mean, for me, it wasn't really hard. I mean, okay, in the beginning, it was hard, but I came to peace with it, and I was like, once that mind-heart connection happened, where I realized I don't have to stay in something for somebody else or for perception or for reputation or um, public opinion. Because at the end of the day, they're not in the relationship. Um, so once I made that connection, I was I was ready. But it took a lot because... I had external factors and influences that just made it really difficult. And the day when I finally made that great escape, <laughs> it was the most painful, scarring of nights I've ever had. I'm not going to go into details about that. Never will. So I know guys, you probably were like, oh my God, what happened that night? Uh, only a handful of people know. I'm just going to keep it that way. But I realized that sometimes in life, it's really hard to leave. And not because of your own choice, but because other people will rather Deal with the treatment and keep things so blasé with you because they're not ready to move on. You're going to break up their discomfort or their comfort. Some people are comfortable with mediocre. Some people are comfortable with just going through the motions and still doing them on the side. They would love. Don't. I've gotten used to this toxicity. I've gotten used to the way that we are. 
that I can now move in the way that I want to because I've established my norm here. And some people are are 100% okay with that. And my ex was very, very okay with that. Um, But I wasn't. And so there, there, (laughs) there was the, (laughs) there was the imbalance. I was done with not being in a relationship that I wanted to be in anymore. I was done. I was done pretending. I was done doing all of this stuff just so I could have someone. And funny enough, I didn't even want that someone. I actually wanted my own peace. I didn't want to date. Now, did I want to be in a relationship where it was mutual, it was healthy, it was loving? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But at that time, I was just ready to go. I was ready. And um, he knew it. He knew it. I mean, what did he not do to try to keep the relationship going? But when you decide that enough is enough and you decide to choose yourself, it doesn't matter what anyone else does. It doesn't matter. And for me, it didn't matter. And so when I made that decision to choose myself, I meant it in every aspect that I wanted to be the best version of myself that I could be for the next person. Because choosing myself was not only deciding that I was going to leave the relationship, but I wanted to show up in the world and to somebody else. Okay. Not drowning in the issues that I dealt with from my past. I didn't. I didn't. I already had a piece of me in this world that I have to show up every day. And that will always be a representation of what didn't naturalize. And I decided I I want better for myself. I really do. So I did the work. And let me tell you something, guys. That shit is hard. Addressing issues that you have is hard. I'm not done. My process is nowhere done. I'm I need to go to therapy because there's some unresolved issues and patterns that I keep seeing pop up that I internally don't know how to address or if I address um I just don't get the results. But just even having that self-realization that took a while. That took a lot of conversations with myself, a lot of journaling, a lot of being open and honest and present in my body. 
we get so distracted by so many things that to just sit in oneself, not looking for the next person to hit our phone up and, and entertain us with conversation and give us the attention and, and give us, you know, the intimacy or anything else that we use as an escape. But to sit with oneself and to be like, okay, person, just insert your name. What's going on? Why am I acting this way? Why am I reacting this way? Why did I put up with this? Why did I do this? That's hard. It's hard. It's not something that a lot of people want to do or are doing. Because we find it really hard to tell ourselves when we're wrong, when we're fucking up. We don't want to hear that shit. Nobody wants to hear, hey, I wasn't the greatest of person. Or I wasn't the greatest person. To you or even to myself. Nobody wants to hear that. But it needs to be done because how can we evolve? How can we require the things that we want in a person if we don't even have those things ourselves? You know, like I was saying to myself, I was like, I want somebody, I want to be in a relationship where it's an open book. I can be honest and I want them to be honest with me. And I wasn't even fucking honest. Houseway. How? I want to be in a relationship where, you know, like, I just feel 100%, you know, content. And I'm not looking for, you know, somebody else or somebody else is not sliding in my DMs or sending me a text or being super flirty. And, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, being flirty back or whatever and then deleting messages and acting like everything's okay. How am I requiring somebody to not do these things? And I was doing the exact same thing. Like, what the fuck, Jennifer? And I know why I was doing these things. Because I didn't start off doing those things. I started doing those things because I was being unfulfilled. And the things that I was seeing my partner doing at the time, I decided, oh, oh, you want to play this game? Usher me, watch this. (laughs) Like, okay, I got you. And when I started mirroring the behavior of my ex at the time, I realized I cannot ask for something that I'm now not even holding myself to a standard to. So I had to let go. I had to really get in there. And it's hard. It was super hard. But I realized that after that work, and it took a year and a half, y'all. It took a year and a half of stripping off layers and 
dealing with some issues that I didn't address or just try to bury inside and realize, like, no, I, I, I wasn't the best version of myself. I actually turned into the worst version of myself. I, I never even, I never knew I could be that way. I knew I could be a bit cold-hearted because I'm the type of person, if you hurt me, I just don't give you another opportunity to hurt me again. So, adios amigos, you're you're dead to me, which is not the best thing to do. Um, but that was the way I dealt with hurt, um, especially unexpected hurt. Um, but yeah, I, I had to, to deal with all of those. And once I did, and I stepped into the world, it was crazy what I attracted. I attracted love into my life without even realizing I know funny enough I wasn't even fucking looking for it not if, if you know <laughs> the story of how I found love um you would be like what the hell because it's so crazy because it was so unexpected and I didn't go expecting to find love to find a man I didn't give a fuck I really was just like I, I, I'm, I'm getting freedom from dealing in a situation that had me feeling suffocated. I couldn't breathe. Even though I wasn't with this person, I could not breathe. It was draining. It was exhausting. And the minute that that release happened and I stepped away from that, grasp that was trying to hold on to me for dear life I found love but I had to choose myself first for that to happen because if I didn't who knows and so guys this episode really is just to say I hope you're choosing yourself in everything that you're doing. It's not going to be easy. Choosing yourself is not always the easiest thing to do. But it's the best thing to do. It's the best. Choose yourself in that job. Choose yourself with your friendships. Choose yourself in your relationships. Choose yourself. Show up as the best version of yourself. And if you're not the best version of yourself, do the work. Get therapy. Small, start with small little things. Eat better. Try to move more. Go to sleep. Stop being in places. Stop doing things that are going to make you do things that you're not supposed to be doing. Stop. I'm telling you, there is a blessing when you decide to choose you. And there is a blessing when you decide to live right and do right by people. There is a blessing. 
I'm not saying that it's not life is not gonna be, you know, peaches and and roses. It's not, because this life is not gonna be easy. But there is a blessing of doing right by you and doing right by others. So, anyways, I hope you guys have taken a lesson out of this, and I will definitely see you next week. Because there's nothing out in these streets, y'all. So, trust me. Monkeypox is real. But we're going to talk about that in the next episode. All right, y'all. See you next week.